We are here, we make change to your life in every way We expand on your mind, so you're never the same The Upgraders The Upgraders Hi, this is Dexter and Tanya Scott and welcome to The Upgraders Show We believe your life deserves an upgrade Let's live our best lives now Hey guys, Dexter here. I'm back with Mr. Brian K. McNeil, the sales confidence coach. Now, if you guys just so happen to click on this broadcast and you did not listen to part one, before you keep listening, I need you to go back <laughs> to part one because it's going to blow your mind. What he's in the middle of doing is giving us, I got my notes here, the seven things that you need to know about sales. We are attacking why people are afraid to sell. So Mr. Brian McNeil, man, take it over. Let's go. Let's get it done. All right. We're going to pick up right where we left off because sure. he's right. Go to part one. Number, number six is the word children. Children. Hmm. Is there any part of what you do that helps your potential clients when it comes to their children? Wow. Anything that you do that helps them when it comes to their children. Okay. Can you help them? And sometimes, especially if it's um, in a, a direct sales business, mm -hmm. one of the ways you help the clients when it comes to their children is mom and dad become a better model. Mm -hmm. I always think about that 15 year old girl watching mom have a full time job and a direct sales business as well. That daughter gets to see mom work hard and try something and she gets to see mom not succeed and then see mom try again. And I think you just create a better model for your children. Yeah. If you're going for something on your own, if you're going, if you're building, they get to watch you mom do that. I think sometimes you just help parents to become better models for their children. Yeah. That's one thing, okay? Wow. And number seven is the word pets, P-E-T-S. Mm -hmm. In this country, people enthusiastically spend money on their pets. Now, you don't need to have all seven. You do need to have at least one, but as many of them as you have, the better. A lot of us have four and five with very little creativity, four and five great reasons why someone should, these are the seven reasons why people historically and enthusiastically want to give their money to get these things, okay? Uh -huh. And if you have these things, convey to them how they can get it. Oh, wow. So okay. those, those last two, children and pets. Wow. Because, I mean, it, it gives a whole different spin on the mm -hmm. model of sales because it, it actually attacks, you said sales is psychological, right? You would say that. I, I think it's an act of motivation today. Okay. Act of motivation. You, it's Man. not transactional. You are motivating yeah. people to take an action mm -hmm. that is in their best interest. Wow. And, and, and if you care, if you care, you know, um, it so often happens where an entrepreneur will overhear something. I love the analogy and the real life example of the ice cream shop in Connecticut with a line outside the store. Okay, and one man enthusiastically eating ice cream in front of it, obviously having a great time. Okay, yeah. that is the best. Okay, but there'll be other opportunities where someone will say something like, Man, my ends are not meeting. I wish I had a better way, or I need some new friends. Sometimes people will come aboard because they want to be a part of something. Mm -hmm. I need to upgrade my circle yeah. of influence. How do I do it? 
And sometimes you can hear someone say that and not help them. Well, I, they might be tired. They don't know me. Da, 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 da. And whenever that happens, you've committed the crime. Ooh. You've committed the crime, not them. Yeah, you committed the that. crime. Oh, huh? Wow. No, I said, yes. I'm not listening. Man. You're being selfish. Yeah. You have a way to help them, but chose to not even tell them about it. They don't have to accept it, but you have to tell them. You know, I heard what you said, and I think I have something that would be helpful. If you want to hear about it, I'd love to tell you about it. Yeah. Okay. They can say, no, I don't want to hear about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a, um, I need to tell you this. There's a concept. Uh, there used to be a TV show in this country called The Millionaire that ran in the 60s. The Millionaire. The Millionaire. And there was this character. He had this peculiar, the lead character was a guy who was a multimillionaire. And he used to like to, for fun, give away checks for $1 million to total strangers. Mm-hmm. That's what he wanted to do. That was the premise of the show. So he hired a salesman, a salesman guy named Michael Anthony. And Michael, he'd give Michael Anthony a check for a million dollars, and Michael would put it in his inside jacket pocket of his sport coat. And Michael would, Michael Anthony would go into neighborhoods, and this is in the 60s, he would attempt mm-hmm. to knock on someone's door and to just talk with them, have a conversation. Can I come inside and just talk with you for a little bit? I got a little bit of time in this neighborhood. And sometimes they'll be very rude. No, I don't know. You get away from here. Slam the door in his face. <laughs> and he would just walk down the driveway and go to the next house because he knew if they were willing to just talk to him, he had a check for a million dollars in his pocket. And he would go to the house and sometimes he would knock on the door and they would say, sure, what you got? Let's talk about it. And sometimes they would invite him in and pour him coffee and give him a cake and everything. And they would tell the story about their marriage and their children, how they were proud of their children. And he would listen to these great stories. He says, well, thank you for your hospitality. Here you go, I have something for you. And then they would be so happy to get a check for a million (laughs) dollars. Now, this is called selling it with the millionaire attitude. Uh Millionaire attitude. The millionaire attitude. It's okay if they're rude to you because you know next door, the next person, two buttholes don't live next to each other, okay? (laughs) The next person might be receptive to what you have and you have something that's gonna bless them that they're gonna be very happy that they got from you. Mm -hmm. Let's say you you offer something that don't make them a millionaire right away. Let's say just help them make an extra $500 or $1,000 or $2,000 or $10,000. And it took them a year to get that. Yeah. But they would never have even had that opportunity if you hadn't even just offered it to them. Wow. <laughs> Sell it with the millionaire attitude. Yeah. It's okay if they don't accept. Goodness. But the ones that do accept will be wonderfully blessed. And you know they will be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and what's amazing about that, Brian, is that uh, in the sales industry, you know, those of us in sales, that first no just just ends most people. God, man. Well, it does today. Not for okay. me, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, speak on that because- This is a problem. Having this is a major problem. Mindset, yeah, it gets you to okay. the next level. Most entrepreneurs today, and it's not going to sound pretty, but most entrepreneurs today never ask for business at all. Mm. They never even ask. What they do is just tell people what they have or what they do, and then they hope the clients will say, can I get it? And then they'll say yes. But they never formally ask for business. Wow. Never. And entrepreneurs that do are willing to ask, they do have some energy, some confidence, some training even, they will ask, but they'll only ask once or twice and then never again. Mm. Whereas the average sale in the U.S. happens after the fifth attempt, but only champions will follow up the requisite number of times. Only champions 
will have a good CRM or contact management system mm -hmm. and follow up the four, the five, the six, the seven, the eight times over time. You can't do it all in one sitting, mm -hmm. you know, but over time you follow up and that's how you do it. But mm -hmm. most of them never ask for business at all. Okay, and that's a problem. If your people watching this, anyone watching this, if you will just do this one thing, ask people to give your services a try. Mm -hmm. Ask them to give your products a try. Will you give us a try? Once you believe they understand what it is, ask them to give it a try. Would you give us a try? Would you give it a try? It's such a non-threatening way right. to invite someone to try out what you're offering. Right. Will you give it a try? Okay. Wow. And you know, it, it is, it is uh, non-threatening and look, I want to hit this. Uh, just go back one quick second, Brian. Sure. The fifth most successful salespeople, they go that fifth time. And that's, th that's the sweet spot essentially. Yeah. You follow up. Okay. That is amazing. You give them a chance. First off, yeah. the number doesn't even start unless you give them a chance to say no. Mm -hmm. You got to give them a chance to say no. If you never even offer it to them, it doesn't even count. <laughs> so please, 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 my brother, my sister, give people a chance to say no to you. Because some of the times it'll be yes. Yeah. Will you give us a try? Wow. Will you give us a try? And it doesn't matter. Stop tracking negative numbers. This is another tip. Mm -hmm. uh, I made 50 phone calls today and I contacted 100 people. Stop it. Okay. That doesn't matter yeah. how many calls or not. None of that matters. What mm -hmm. matters is, meaningful conversations mm -hmm. a meaningful conversation with an actual living breathing person it can last a minute it can last an hour but a meaningful conversation is a conversation you have with a potential client where they understand what you offer mm -hmm. and they understand they have the potential of getting it yeah. doesn't matter but track how many meaningful conversations you have that's a much better number yeah okay? that's really good okay all right so most of them never even ask for business at all. But I don't want that to ever be the case of anyone else who watches this. If I come this way and just teach you just to ask people to give your services a try, I believe I would have done good work. Okay. Wow. Man, this is so good because, so, hey, Tanya and I, we're going to share, well, first of all, we're going to tell our team, you have got to watch these two podcasts. You got to mm -hmm. watch it. You got to listen to it because it's going to just start to shift the paradigm. So to essentially say, ask people to give my services a try. Yes. It is so non-threatening and mm -hmm. people won't feel like, okay, here comes another sales ploy. That's good. That is really good. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. Amazing. I'm going to offer you something. I'm just going to give you a chance to try it. Yeah. You know, they don't have to do anything more. Yeah. If you just start doing that with everyone, you're going to surprise yourself fast. Yeah. It'll happen very quickly. Uh -huh. Huh? That worked. Resolve to help people and give people a chance to try it. Mm -hmm. By the way, you can't fool anybody. So you have to believe they'd be better off. Are they better off mm -hmm. giving you the money that you asked than they would have been if they had just kept that money? Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe it yet, you need to work on yourself and your services and your products until you do believe it. And I think that's a worthy use of your time. Do whatever you got to do homework wise to get to the place where you believe what you offer benefits people. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe it benefits them, you either need to learn more or do something else. Gotcha. That's just that. That's good. That's good. So, Brian, look, let me ask you this. So when you're saying ask people, uh, we know that social media, people do a lot of social media by way of videos and posting. Now, they should. Does, mm -hmm. does that method work in face-to-face -face or videos? Does that work with just simply posting? 
it works face to face. It works in video better than it does in just posting. Yeah. Okay. Because people do need to taste test you. They do need to hear your voice. Um, they need to, uh, it's hard to, I mean, people do it. Uh, here's the, is the dichotomy on that Dexter. Mm-hmm. People buy a lot of shoes that they haven't tried on yet. Okay. But with social media, they kind of get to try on the person before they buy. That's you know, that is really good. (laughs) Yeah, and and that question came from a place of you know, Ty and I, we 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 are entrepreneurs. We do several different things, uh, but we have a team that we've been teaching the concept of post, especially on whether it be Facebook or Instagram. It just it doesn't work. You have got to show people who you are. You've got to essentially give them a snapshot into your life. So, and I like yeah. the way you said it. You uh, people need to taste test you. Yeah, that's good. And wow. and they don't have to. T- they don't need big gulps either. <laughs> yeah. A minute or two, three, <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> Share some stuff. Yeah, there will be some people that. And here's the other thing too. Um, every one of us here that offers something. Um, especially if it's something that has, it's an intangible service, especially something intangible, like how to be better at your life, how to run your life better. <clears throat> Not only do they have to taste test you, that's true. They have to, where about, I was, oh man, I'm, I'm jumbled up here. I was going to say something really, really important. It's going to come right back to me. It's come back to me. Uh-huh. But um, where was I going with that? Yes, I, I got to hear this. This is amazing. So you, well, I was bringing up the fact that you, you know, people got to taste test you. Then you got into intangibles. So there are people who offer intangible things. They have to be sold through the story. Okay, it has to be sold through the story. Yeah. Um, it has to be sold through the story. They have to try you, try you on, so to speak. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but this is a good place where, because I could go into another area, but this is a good place for Q&A. Um, the question, I'm hoping, now what we've covered since we've been here together is why people will say yes. Mm-hmm. We've covered a sell it with a millionaire attitude. We covered the sin of the desert. We've covered Proverbs eleven twenty six. You know, um, blessings and curses. We there's some bad words. One bad word we covered was the word "sell" or "sold" in some people's mind, and replaced with "help" and "helping." Yeah. We covered. We covered a few things. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, it's it's so loaded, man. It is really loaded. So this uh, this podcast, by the way, is going to be on several different platforms. We're going to give folks an opportunity. Yeah, hey, go over to YouTube channel, go over to the Upgraders on YouTube. And if you have a question for Mr. Brian K. McNeil, you need to drop it below because he's going to, I'll make sure he gets that question. He's going to answer that question. Yeah, I'm yeah, ready. On the podcast, you know, hey, let, let us know those questions because you have, you're listening to or watching and sell a sales expert. And I've just learned myself taking these notes. This is some incredible stuff. Go ahead, Brian. Um, one of my, um, heroes is a guy named Zig Ziglar. Okay. He made his legend selling pots and pans in the fifties and (laughs) sixties. And then he became a motivational speaker and he was really, really good at it. One of the best ever. And later in his life, he was even better than he was in his young man. When he got time, he got to his fifties, sixties and Mm seventies. He was better at it than he was in his twenties and thirties and forties. Okay. So, but he said this one time in a confession. He says, when I was young in the speaking game, I would have people in front of me and I would put a strain in my voice and I would say to the audience, you have to pay the price. He says, oh, what a bunch of baloney that was. Mm. He realized. Wow. 
that the work he did to develop his skills, the work he did, the learning that he did, the lessons that he took, the seminars he went to, the books he read, he learned that you pay the price for poor business, but you enjoy the price that you have to pay for good business. Mm -hmm. You pay the price for poor marriage, but you enjoy the price you must pay for a good one. You pay the price for poor health, but you learn to enjoy the price of good health. This selling thing, I want you guys to learn to enjoy the price, enjoy the process. Selling, by the way, is a process. It's not an event. People who don't, Dexter, this happens all the time in my game. People who don't understand selling, they treat it as if it's an event. Mm -hmm. if, if a man sees a woman in a bar that he's never met before, and she's standing by the bar by herself, and he walks up to her and says, uh, hello, my name is Brian. What's your name? My name is uh, Jane. Jane, I think you're lovely. Let's get married. Now, if Jane said, yes, let's go get married, that would be ridiculous. She doesn't know enough about him. She don't know if he has any redeeming qualities at all. But people who don't understand selling, that's how they treat it. Mm -hmm. I offer this. Were you willing to buy it? Well, I don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm willing to buy it yet. You have to be willing to romance it, willing to do your homework, willing to offer something redeeming. And it takes some time. That's why the follow-up matters so much, mm -hmm. okay? That's why it matters so much to stay in the game mm -hmm. and give them a chance to say yes and give them a chance to say no. That's what you have to do. Wow, give them you, a you, chance. You will learn to love your business, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, I like to think about um, Jasmine Guy. Remember Jasmine Guy from yeah, the TV yeah. show, A Different uh -huh. World? Yep. You know, she was trying real hard to get on in Broadway and she would miss a lot of roles. And they would say, if and then she they would tell her why she missed it. And she goes, if I just do this, then I would get if I just do that, if I just do this, if I just do that. And then she says, one day you just. Okay. So your life and your business is worth trying stuff. Try to ask people to give your stuff a try. Try conveying to them how your services and your products help them to achieve a result faster. Mm -hmm. Try it, it's worth trying it, you know, because you want to one day just, yeah. and it'll be easier than you imagined. Wow, wow, this is a, wow, this is amazing. Okay, so let me let me repeat this. Enjoy the price, yep. enjoy the process. Now this mm -hmm. is what really got me. It's a process, not an event. So when we're it, trying to talk about- It's a people, process, not an yeah. event. And the most important part of the process is the person. Uh -huh. You are the most important part mm -hmm. of what you're offering. It's, an e it's a process, it's not an event, but the most important part of the process is the person. You have to earn all of your dollars. Life is not a gift shop. You mm -hmm. earn all the money that you get, all the money that you actually earn, okay? <laughs> and you can't fool your game. I say your game as your business. Your game knows if you work hard. Yeah. Your game knows if you got up early and worked late. Your game knows if you've been willing to study. None of us mm -hmm. have been on this earth long enough to do everything in our own strength. We all need other minds. We all need coaches and mentors. No one has ever achieved great levels of success in anything. Mm -hmm. Not in sports, not in business, not in the arts, not in music, not in nothing without coaching and mentoring. We yeah. all need it. Yes. Okay. All of us. You too. All need it. You got, it. You got that right. <laughs> Man, Brian, mm -hmm. you know, man, this has been an absolute uh, privilege uh, for our listeners and our watchers. Listen, I want to take the last few minutes, man. What, sure. what do you want to share 
uh, j- just share what's on your heart, man, with, with those, you know, those of us that are out here and we're in the sales game. What can you leave us with? And again, <clears throat> please take the opportunity to let sure. you know how they can. Um, yeah. If I was, he asked me, the way you asked me makes it easier for me. What's on my heart? Yeah. I want you to know, those of you who are listening, that your life matters. Mm-hmm. That every part of your life up to this point has prepared you for this next moment. But your life matters a lot. And you can have the things that you're going for. If you've been not going for things lately, I want you to start again. You know, that dream, you can have those things. You must read Think and Grow Rich. That's a classic book. You got to read that. You got to win, read How to Win Friends and Influence People. You got to do that. You got to take classes. You got to go up. You got to show up. Most of life happens just by showing up. (laughs) You win most of the time just by showing up in life. But your life matters. That's all I want you to know. Um, You can get better. Um, It's a last little anecdote. I want to say this. Mm -hmm. This man is at home. And he's trying to read a book and his six-year-old son is wanting dad's attention. Okay. And he's like bugging dad, but dad wants his downtime to read a book. And he sees this magazine right there. And this kid that kept bothering him. He sees this magazine on his nightstand. I mean, on his stand right next to him. He looks at the magazine real fast and he sees a picture of the whole world, like the whole world, a map of the whole world. So he gets this brilliant idea. He takes the page out of the magazine. And he tears it up into several pieces. And he says, son, here's a world. I want you to take this back together for me. Because he feels like his son would enjoy this craft. Right. Okay. So he gives his son all the pieces of the world. And the son takes it and gets the tape. And he comes back within minutes. Okay. How did you put the whole world together so fast? Well, dad, on the other side was a picture of a man's face. And I felt like if I put the man together, the world would be together. Okay. Wow. If you put yourself together, if you learn how to put you together, your world will be together. <laughs> what an ending. My goodness, man. <laughs> man, man, listen, I want to say thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, on behalf of the upgraders, my wife, Tanya, and I, man, this has been an absolute privilege. And I know our listeners are going to want you back. Hey, I'm going to keep in touch with you uh, to let you know. And listen, guys, you have an organization, you're in sales, whatever. You need to get in touch with Brian. Here's his, his website again, briankmcneil.com. briankmcneil 2 ailscom Go up there, sign up for that free session, and he's going to give you some things to think about. You might be mm-hmm. interested. Brian, I, I, hey, they can bring you into their organization, do some training, whatever it is, workshops. Well, if they want their organization to rock, that's when you bring me in. Rock, when y'all right, want to make more you. money, you bring me in because <laughs> I'm a rock. <laughs> yeah, listen, bring Brian in. He is going to change your organization. So again, Brian, on behalf of the Upgraders, man, thank you so much. Bless you, you bless you. Go ahead and make sure you subscribe to the channel, share this with friends, other folks in sales organizations, they need to get this information so that they can connect to get this power. So guys, this is Dexter, one half of the Upgraders. Thank you for watching and listening to our broadcast and we'll see you on the next show. The Upgraders, the Upgraders.